East Coast Radio Business Watch. South Africa has now got its very own locally built electric game viewer. Tula Solutions partnered with Bloemfontein-based Bucky Builder Brandt BRV to develop the first South African-made electric 4x4. Founder and CEO of Tula Solutions, Gary Davis, answered some interesting questions regarding the new Tula Electric Safari Viewer. Firstly, how did the partnership between Tula Solutions and Brandt BRV develop? So it probably started about... Oof. Might have been three years ago we started chatting. I've been looking for a solution. Yeah, I've been looking for an electric game here. For, I've been on this project for five years with Tula. And I went to I went to Detroit. I went to the States. I went and had a look at Bollinger, uh, Bollinger Motors. Uh, I mean, they were the sort of leaders in they were going to be the first all-electric 4x4. So I went out and met with Robert Bollinger probably about four and a half years ago. Uh, to say, right, you know, that's exactly what I need is something that I can just build a game viewing vehicle on top of. And, you know, one thing, one year led to another year, led to a third year, and they just weren't coming through with production. And in the interim, I'd met up with BRV. I'd seen them at a show. And always stuck in my head that they've probably got the capability of building a vehicle. We just need to put in the electric drive chain. I was hoping that Bollinger would give us that, and, and they weren't. I mean, they still haven't gone to market with that product yet. And then we said, well, heavens, why don't we do it ourselves? You know. So with a electromechanical engineer, we built the electric drive chain, looked at the battery requirements, what it was, and then partnered up with BRV. One key thing in a, in a game viewer is comfort. So you need to have a suspension that is better than, because typically what they buy is they buy a, and I won't name the brands, but they buy a utility vehicle that's got quite hardy uh, suspension because it's built for commercial work. It's not built for passenger carrying. I certainly saw at BRV that they had done significant work on their suspension. And on a game viewer, that's really what you want is you want the comfort. So it was just an ideal marriage between us. And I said, why don't we do it ourselves in South Africa? We can build the first all, you know, electric four by four. It happens to be a game viewer. And the, the beautiful thing about game viewing is in terms of the electric environment is a typical game drive is only 25 to 30 kilometers. So you don't have the normal range anxiety that you'd have in a standard electric vehicle. So that's how it started. Yeah. Well, and this is obviously perfect for South Africa because, I mean, in any game farm, at any viewing, the sound of the frogs and the, the bush is always synonymous with a diesel engine being started. No, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the beauty about an electric vehicle is your game drive starts from the minute you leave the lodge. Whereas typically you can't hear the frogs or the birds or just the animals while you're driving because it's drowned out by the sound of a diesel engine. And you normally get to a sighting and then you turn the vehicle off and then suddenly you engage with nature and start, you know, feeling the bush. Whereas when you're driving an electric vehicle, you get that <laughs> the entire journey, you have that experience. So significantly better. And as you said, the startling, because when you're at a sighting at a, at a, on a game lodge or on a game farm, and then you start your car and that you engage the starter motor, the animals get spooked, they move off the sighting, it's quite disruptive. You certainly don't have that with an electric vehicle.
And obviously most of these lodges and game farms would be in in a very secluded location. How do you actually charge this thing? You can charge it through any means you want. I mean, if you have Eskim, you can just plug it into standard 15 amp socket and it'll charge at you know, two kilowatts an hour or whatever it is. Um, or you could set up your own solar plant. Now, typically a lot of the lodges that we look at are remote and they're not connected to the grid and put up a, you know, a number of solar panels and a storage system for them and, and we charge remotely. So it really depends on the infrastructure of the lodge on how they want to charge it. But it is, we, we've gone with standard technology. I mean, if you wanted to drive it, you could go to any one of the I was going to say gas stations. I sound American. You, any any of the petrol stations have you know electric charge units. You can plug the vehicle in there. Um, we're looking at obviously we're chatting to the Kruger Park to put in electric charge points at various stops within the Kruger Park as well, just to encourage the use of electric vehicles. Now we know of a lot of car manufacturers that assemble their vehicles in South Africa, but is this vehicle 100% South African or are there certain parts that are imported? So it's it's a hybrid of all of that. I mean, the the motors, for example, we'll, we'll import. The actual cells, the battery cells are imported but then the battery, and, and a battery is a connection of a number of cells to give you your, your power output. All of that is manufactured in South Africa. The chassis made here, the you know wheel hubs are made here, but then we'll take a standard and we'll use like a Toyota transfer box for the 4x4. They're just you know, brilliant at it and very good. And so we'll use that as a component. So it's a a mixture of local or, you know, imported. But our philosophy is to be as much local as possible. And that's why we had a choice in the batteries. We could have imported EV batteries direct from from China, or we could work with a local company that developed the battery uh, solutions for the Jewel, which was, again, groundbreaking EV technology probably, oh, I don't know, eight, nine years ago when they produced a commercial model called the Jewel, and these guys developed the battery system. So wherever we can, and that's that's why BRV was such a great combination. It's a local company. It's not linked to anything internationally, and we can do Africa for Africa right here. Now, I suppose in, in the greater scheme of things, it's it's a big investment. But going forward, do you have any big services or expenditures as well? Interesting enough, an electric motor, now you go from 2,000 working parts on a, on a normal ICE vehicle to 200 working parts. You know, just the, the maintenance on an electric system is just so much less than an ICE, that you don't have to have those, you know, 100,000 services, et cetera, et cetera. You'll still have wearing parts like your shocks because you still go up and down as much as another car and you'd have to replace shocks. But interesting enough, things like brake pads, because a, a electric motor or certainly the way we've designed it, you have something called regenerative braking. So if you're going down the hill and you take your foot off the accelerator, the momentum 
of the vehicle through the motor charges the batteries and that forces it to stop. So you use the brakes significantly less than a normal vehicle. So your wear and tear on your brakes is much less. You don't have maintenance on your motor. Something like a shock you'll you'll replace if you off-road. You know, you would on any vehicle. So is the electric game viewer available in South Africa already or is it just a prototype? Is it in production? At the moment, well, I'm I'm on my... third prototype you know in five years we've built these things but we're now calling it the production prototype so we've now ironed out everything to take this into large-scale manufacturing and we're at that point now where the vehicle's about to roll off our first our first vehicle's about to roll off the production line yeah we we've we've spent the time doing that so we're still right at the early early stages. And I mean, our, our, our ramp up is, is going to be quite slow. So we're going to look at probably two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two vehicles going over the next few months, but we, we're going to start slow. So we're really at the, at the beginning of it, but the, the press that's gone out so far has given us incredible uh, encouragement just because of the demand. Uh, we've had 86 reservations in the last I'd say 48 hours. Well, in the recent State of the Nation address, President Cyril Ramaphosa said that we need a strong private sector and we've known that we need a massive secondary market for years in South Africa in order to capitalize on not having to import certain products. Do you think the market's ready at this stage? Is it the perfect time post-COVID? Yeah, absolutely. I think the the market is absolutely right for it. And and funny enough, if you you research electric 4x4s, a lot of companies have been marketing and punting for years. I mean, I've been following that journey and we're right here in tiny little South Africa on the brink of making it happen. You know, only one company has now fully gone to market and it's a company called Rivian, but it's bought, been bought by General Motors and they've put millions behind it. Even the guys I was talking about earlier, Bollinger, they've been talking about it for so long and they haven't done it. And we literally, when I say a week away from driving this electric 4x4 South African vehicle off the production line. It's it's a reality. So very exciting. That's the founder and CEO of Tula Solutions, Gary Davies, speaking about South Africa's very first locally built electric game viewer.